You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it's amazing to see you here where you are challenged to reconsider your normal and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here to get the dialogue going. All right, y'all. So this week, we're actually going to bring forward an episode that has been a classic that is constantly referenced and I wanted to bring it forward and reintegrate our values into it as well as take this as an opportunity to take care of myself. I'll explain all of that. (laughs) So back in episode three, that was the first time that I gave my particular processing and take on the concept of imposter syndrome which is something that uh, was introduced in an article that was published back in 1978. It was titled The Imposter Phenomenon in High-Achieving Women, Dynamics and Therapeutic Intervention by um, Dr. Pauline Chance and Dr. Susan Imes. And when I first learned about imposter syndrome, it was definitely in this type of context. And I have found that over the years, something with it kind of felt slightly off. And it was a few years ago that it finally clicked that I was like, oh, wait, I kind of have a different perspective on this. And it was something that I, you know, would share with people in conversation and when I was, um, you know, doing workshops and things like that. But back when episode three was the first time that I really shared it and laid it out. And I have... I have sent people to that article countless times. Like, you know, pause on the play as a whole brand, myself and India and our community members. Like we use it as a reference often. And so I wanted to not only reintegrate it with our values from the perspective of um, bringing in something that we do each and every week, which is our land acknowledgements. And this is where I do want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the stolen land of the Susquehannock Piscataway, Nantigo people, native to this area known as Maryland. And so being able to bring that in and to have this now have the article, that is something that we created to accompany all of our audio recordings so that anyone that could not or chose not to take in the audio directly, they weren't just reading a direct transcript, but we're also getting some of the context in these this 
creation of the article, which is something that we created a while ago to accompany our podcast episodes based on um, some of the feedback that we had from people that were either hearing impaired or neurodivergent in some way, shape or form, and just preferred to have an alternative as well. And so we wanted to be able to do that from an inclusivity um, way and an accessibility way as well. So this is a part of you know, reintegrating our values into this episode, which is exactly what we're going into in the community this month. The interesting part about what's coming up next month is the fact that next month is creating space to take care of yourself. And y'all, I got a lot going on in life right now. (laughs) And one of those things is that I'm trying to buy a home and all of the things that go with that takes a lot of time on top of everything else. And so I chose to bring back an episode and reintegrate values into it and to take time to take care of myself as an example of values integration, as an example of mirroring what we, what we talk about often to others um, and, and recommend for them to do, but also that, you know, we're not in the community mentioning this as something that we just think other people should do. We have to do it as well. So this is also an opportunity for me to be a representation of this in action. And so the fact that you are here taking this in and giving me this opportunity to demonstrate in action something that, you know, we're going deep on in the community. And honestly, these are things that come up very often in there. These are these are themes that show up even when we're, you know, digging into other things. And so I'm really excited to be able to bring this episode back to be able to, you know, represent and integrate our values into my actions and to showcase that, yes, I too um, am doing what I want others to do and creating that type of impact. And also to maybe even let you know that if you are at a place in life and you need to be able to try to figure that out for yourself, it is possible. If you need to figure out what it is to create space for yourself and to be able to take something that was really impactful, but you want to, you want to have the, you know, 2.0 of it and integrate your values, you can do that. Um, and we can support you in exploring that and implementing that and, and making it a reality in the community. So if you want to be able to have the members giving giving you their feedback, you know, sharing with you that they understand and allowing you to be able to really figure out, you know, what's next for you. That's exactly what the community is for and more. So if you want to learn more about the community, come on over to pauseonapply.com forward slash community. You can join today and without further ado. Enjoy. There's something that's been coming up in conversation a few times recently. And usually when that happens, that tells me that it needs to be talked about. Apparently it's something that's kind of sticking with people and it's time to kind of dig a little deeper and uh, examine it a little bit more. So there's this term called imposter syndrome. And I didn't hear about this until I began to actually be an entrepreneur for myself uh, in my secondary business um, toward the end of um, kind of the time before I started this business. So as a backstory, um, Erica Corday is my brand where I do coaching and consulting. However, I also own Silver Immersion, which is a beauty brand, which I have had for over 10 years. And I've learned a lot of business things over the years. But as I began digging deeper into mindset and things like that, that was when um, in interacting with um, 
some entrepreneurs that were in different spaces, that was when imposter syndrome became something that I was aware of. And the general concept um, for anyone that may not know is that you are, say, beginning something new, doing something you've always done or trying to foray into a new area. And you get this feeling of, I can't do this. I'm not capable. I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. All of the things begin to come up and it's usually just based around fear. These are things that come up when it is trying to dissuade you. These are things that are coming up when it is trying to, uh, I guess you could maybe even say throw you off the path. But the reality is, is that they're pretty much always false. They're not rooted in actual reality. And most of the times when fear does come up for us, that fear is based around the fear of what if this goes well? What if this succeeds? Not, oh, this is going to go terribly and I'm going to fail. That's not typically what happens. So when these things come up, the concept is kind of that, you know, you are getting resistance around being something that you're not. And I kind of want to, want to call BS on that because I'm not too sure I agree with it. Um, if you think about it, particularly for someone that grew up with any type of abuse or trauma. If you grew up with any types of mindset um, or thought process ideas given to you in that you are supposed to shrink yourself, you are supposed to be smaller, your feelings, your wants, your needs, your emotions don't matter, uh, aren't valid. And you're basically just made to feel as though you are not important then maybe you had to become something in order to make it. Maybe you had to remake who you were at your core in order to survive. And as you go through that concept and you finally hit this point of, I don't want to just exist or just live. I am now ready to thrive. And you are stepping into this next best version of yourself. Well, what if with that, the imposter isn't who you're becoming, but the imposter is who you are no longer choosing to be. What if the imposter is the person that you had to be just to get through? And now it's just that you're having this dis-ease or this resistance or this strange feeling because this person does feel more aligned with you. It does feel more inherent. It does feel more comfortable, but it's very foreign. It's not what you're used to. It's not what you're accustomed to. And it's not something that you have been used to stepping into. So that feels unsettling to an extent. And so this idea that you are trying to become someone that is the imposter, I think you are unbecoming something that isn't inherent to you, something that you felt as though maybe you couldn't truly step into before because you had to protect yourself in some way, shape or form, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And you are now stepping into your light. And in doing that, you get this whole, oh, okay, this feels strange. But is it really that it feels strange or it's just something that's unfamiliar? What you did before wasn't necessarily good for you. It wasn't the best for you. It was what you had to do. And now you're able to make a choice. So to give an example, when I work with white women around them trying to dismantle their privilege, and they are saying that I want to work on implicit bias. I want to work on learning um, how to spot 
systemic racism. I want to see what privilege looks like in action. And in doing this, they are now trying to step out of what they've already done. Um, because that's what they were given. That's what they were told was the norm. They were told this was acceptable. And they're now saying, mm, I don't necessarily agree with this. I don't really believe in it. So now I have to redo my thought process. I have to recreate what my norm looks like. And in doing that, I have to throw away a lot of what I believed up to this point. And maybe that is triggering to some imposter syndrome type of feelings because you've always felt this way and you didn't feel as though you were wrong, but all of a sudden now it's like, okay, I'm trying to be this other person and it can be scary. And, and you trying to follow the path of allyship, you realize that you may likely be imperfect at it. So if you've been used to being very sure-footed, very assured, very uh, certain of what you put out and how you lead and how you navigate things, and all of a sudden now, this feels scary and foreign and you feel unqualified, well, maybe this is your imposter syndrome copying in. Maybe this is you hitting a point of, I have to undo everything that I thought and knew about myself in order to redo this, to feel as though I am aligned with the values and beliefs that I truly do hold, I have to show them. Because when you run from allyship, because you think that you're going to do it imperfectly, and let's be honest, this is all a journey, it's not a destination. When you run from that, what you are doing is you are now creating this this, this, this area of, I am going to quietly accept and be complicit in these things because I'm not going to do anything because I'm afraid to do it wrong. So I'm not going to do anything. That's not how that works. Because the people that you say that you are trying to be an ally for don't need you to be quiet and sure before you are finally willing to step up. Enough time has passed that that ship has sailed. So that is a place where imposter syndrome may be kicking up because it feels inherent to stand up and step up and speak out. Yet it can also feel like, can I do this? Am I equipped to do this? Am I doing this wrong? Is this the way that I do this in order to really honor the cause? But if you don't try, guess what? You won't ever know. Babies don't decide, well, I don't want to fall, so I'm just not going to try to walk. They fall, and then they figure it out, and then they get up, and eventually they walk, they run. And that's just a part of the process. So these things that keep you playing small in these areas that you likely, you know, don't play small like this in, in other parts of your life, this basically is a call for you to question, how important is this to me? How uncomfortable am I willing to be? How willing am I to truly question the thoughts and feelings and beliefs that I have been instilled with up to this point to say, no, I don't, I don't abide by it. I don't believe in it. I don't stand by it. And I'm going to start anew and do it differently. How willing are you to make that large of a shift and a change? Does it, does it resonate that highly for you? Does that really put you in a place of feeling aligned? And so that's a, you know, a place for you to, as Brene Brown will tell you, you know, kind of have that curiosity around things. And I want you to really think about it. I want you to question it. I want you to dig deeper and go below the surface on that, you know, and ask, 
ask questions with it. Ask friends, ask family, speak to someone that does not look like you, the people that you say you want to support. Talk to them about it. Because while I cannot speak for anyone else, I can speak for myself and saying that I would much rather someone come to me with an open and authentic heart, willing to do the right thing and possibly make a messed up and it's a teachable moment than to simply be quiet and complicit. That helps no one. I don't want that. That is not what I speak for. That is not what I stand for. That is not what I instill in my children. That is not how I lead. So I will never tell you that that is something that you should aspire for and how you choose to lead and live your life. So that being said, I am calling you up to show curiosity around the possibility that imposter imposter syndrome is showing up in your journey to allyship. And that's just one example. If there are other places in your life that you feel as though you are shedding that part of you that was an imposter to become the authentic version of yourself, let's talk about that. Have that conversation because I want to know how this truly serves you and how it's showing up so that you can create that change and begin that forward motion. I'm always so proud and humbled whenever imposter syndrome is really laid out and explained in this kind of shift in perspective is really given to the world. It means so much to me to really give this out, especially to those of us that already are trying to figure out where we fit in in narratives that were not created with us in mind as Black people, as Brown people, as women, as any type of community, group, or individual that is not regularly censored or considered. And so I hope that this update, and again, this reintegration of values and taking some time for me (laughs) by doing this this way, I hope that this supported you and it was exactly what you needed right now. Each and every time that you show up here, taking in these real conversations and real perspectives, so that we can normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your everyday exchanges, I thank you. Together, this is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection. Together, we can cross lines and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. Together, let's continue getting more people to drop the veil while challenging their thoughts, feelings, actions, and state of being. Until the next time, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?